welcome to the Vital Health Podcast. I'm Jodie Duval and I'm a functional naturopath in Perth, WA. This is a place where you can expand your knowledge on how to optimize your health and realize your full potential. We'll have cutting edge information with expert guests and having lots of fun along the way. Get ready to be empowered and motivated to reach your higher vitality and find your ultimate potential. Let's go! therapy um and we've known each other for some time now how many years now um 12 12 years we have. i think yeah because oh, i've been running my business for, for almost since 2010 so yeah we've wow. known each other a long while because we've uh, with each other at, for a very short time at, yeah, at one, or two, one or two years yeah because i left and then you started i think yeah well you started just before i left that's right. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I've had the tube in. Um, so, there's not, not going to be any yelling or screaming. <laughs> Just kidding. It doesn't hurt at all. <laughs> She's very gentle. <laughs> and I've been trusting you with my colon, as oh, I no. said on Instagram, for uh, many years. Um, even before pregnancies, after pregnancies. Not during yeah. pregnancies, though. No. All right. So, you tell us a little bit about how you get onto it and, um, and we'll go from there. All right. So, my background is in health and nutrition. I am, as you probably can tell, from the UK. Um, did a lot of nutritional medicine training in the UK for about six years and then moved out to, the, to Australia, Perth, and found it really difficult to get work because it wasn't an, uh, it wasn't an Australian qualification. Mm. Um, so I had to sidestep and think about how else I could work in the health industry and get my name out there. And colonics was something that we learned about doing our studies. We mm. learned how, what the difference between an enema was and a colonic. Which I'll get you to explain later. Which we will discuss, yeah. Um, and I thought, oh, well, I wouldn't mind learning how to do that and, and that way I can touch on all the nutrition and the gut health and mm. kind of get my, myself out there without having to need to re-study mm. everything that I'd already studied mm. and only just finished studying. Um, so I started working for a lovely lady called Carol Hardy in um, a local clinic in the city and she'd been in business for about 20 years. She's a nurse. So she originally trained me up and then um, I went over to Melbourne and did my qualifications in, in colonic hydrotherapy. So that was the um, foundation that, that you know, standard entry mm. level that you do to get qualified to actually do the treatment. And then the advanced was much later on and I did that again, same sort of same um, training centre. And um, what else can I say? I love it. Mm. It's probably the best decision I ever made. Yeah. Um, There's so much of a stigma around it. Yeah, isn't and it? With, it, with it, a lot it of my is. clients, I mentioned saying, "Oh, we should, um, you know, approach the colonic 
side of things and they all give me the, the look of, yeah. of evil. And I think there's a lot of scaremongering on the internet. You know, there's a lot of um, health practitioners out there that probably have never actually had a colonic and are already disregarding it because they think it's going to wash out all of the bacteria in there um, and then disturbing the environment and causing mayhem. But it actually is is doing that you're getting a good clean out but you're also getting a hydration which goes through the lining of the wall of the colon through the mucosa and then up through the portal vein up to the liver so you're hydrating the whole body not just the bowel and that has a massive healing benefit especially when you tack them on close together so the closer you do your appointments the more healing benefit you'll get from it and the better results you'll get from your colonic what I mean by results, well, that will vary on the individual, but a lot of people are in or book in to see me because they're either doing a detox, so clients that you send mm, me, yeah, that might be doing a detox cleanse and they might be doing, let's say, juicing or a water fast, or they might just be cleaning up their diet and wanting to get out trigger foods. Um, and it just offers that clean slate so that there's no pathogens sitting in the colon that might have been sitting there for a long time mm. um, and causing more burden on the liver. Mm. So when you're when you stop your diet, when you stop um, eating, let's say you're doing a juice cleanse, your digestive system slows down and everything slows down. So that includes the colon. So you're not going to have bowel movements as frequently as you did when you were eating a meal. The stimulation of chewing is not having that ripple effect all the way down mm. to the colon. So you're not eliminating the waste that's sitting in the bowel. So you might think you're doing wonders, but you've probably got a lot of waste sitting in your colon. Um, so Not moving through. Not moving through, yeah. not moving out. Mm. Not everyone is, but the high percentage of people are like mm. that. So when you're doing a juice cleanse or a fast, you ideally want to get in really early in the beginning of that cleanse to take the strain off the liver so that it's not going into healing crisis Absolutely. and that you're um, emptying out the colon. Now, colonic, we go all the way around the colon with water, but that doesn't mean it empties everything out. So just because you filled, out, yeah, just because you filled the whole colon, doesn't mean that whole colon is going to let go of everything. It's a muscle, much the well, it's an, it's an organ. So it's it has that um, contracting effect. So the mm. peristalsis actually has to contract mm. to let things out of the colon so that you are empty or going to the toilet. Mm. So when you're putting water in we are heightening that effect. So you're emptying out the whole bowel or colon, you hope. Mm. But your bowel is a dehydrating oven and its job is to suck in moisture, hold moisture in, absorb it, um, hold on to final nutrients that the body's maybe not digested properly, and produce bacteria and give 80% of your immune system support, all of those things are all what the colon's doing. But if you're not eliminating properly, you're just going to hold on to all those toxins. The liver will start to struggle, you'll start to have a healing crisis, which means headaches, 
and all gets really bored, doesn't fog, it? Yeah. Tiredness. Gets recirculated. Yeah, stomach cramps. So it starts to go through that lining and regurgitate, re, you know, um, be absorbed into the bloodstream again. Mm. Mm. So interesting. So in terms of um, risks and contraindications, so those wanting to have uh, colonic hydrotherapy, is there anything that you would avoid or when you yes. would avoid that? So um, pregnant mm -hmm. is a no-no. Yeah. High blood pressure unmedicated is a no-no. If you've got low blood pressure and it's unmedicated, but you're just, you know, you, you kind of have a lot of women in here that have a tendency to have a low blood pressure, mm -hmm. but it's not medicated. Yep. So we just make sure that they've had something light to eat before they get on the colonic machine to make sure that they don't faint sure. or do anything. Yeah, because normally it's like fasting for a few hours before, isn't it? Normally you would fast, yes, for a couple of hours beforehand. Um, like I say, if you're doing a cleanse, then you're fasting anyway in any form of um, fibres not going in anymore. So mm. um, you're just juicing. So that's a pref you know that's that is a state of fasting. So um, if you're not doing a cleanse and you're coming in for other reasons other than detoxing, you might be coming in because you're constipated and not going to the toilet every day mm. or not going to the toilet several times a day. So it can help that muscle um, motion, you know, yeah, yeah. paracelsus action to get it contracting and, and give it a little bit of a gym workout for the bowel, I like mm. to call it. Mm. So it's an internal workout, my workout now. muscle. Yeah. <laughs> so that will, what else? The contraindications are, um, <clears throat> so we said the blood pressure, we said pregnancy. Um, there are tumours, obviously sort of, Crohn's, any of the um, inflammatory bowel diseases are a risk. Mm -hmm. um, Diverticulitis is okay so long as you're not in a flared state. So we try and get you balanced by doing colonics to stop those flaring of the um, diverticulitis. So it, it will help that. Um, yes, but I wouldn't touch you if you'd had... Um, you know, cancer in there, mm. or you've had surgery down there, yeah. or you've got hemorrhoids that are really nasty and flared up, then, you know, you don't it's really want to speculum, mm. yeah, putting in there and aggravating that even more. Fissures are tears down there, so again, we don't want to permeate waste through those tears and cause them a, bloodstream. a yep. bloodstream reaction, so that's a no-no. Um, Hernias, that's the other one. Mm, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think that's it. That's all the contraindications that I ask about when I have clients in. Okay. So in terms of um, other preparations, so you're saying, so even better when people are doing juice fasts um, because of the fact that the fibre normally catches all the toxins coming through mm. from the conjugation out of the liver. Yeah. Um, so even more important to have things like colonics after those or while you're doing that yeah. to help assist yeah. those toxins out isn't it yeah yeah so you're you're flushing you're flushing the system to enable the liver to be stimulated in a more heightened an effective way so that your body can 
hopefully catch those toxins on the way out. So I would usually say charcoal to be putting as a binder yep. to grab those toxins. And the other, as, any other clays as well? Pardon? Any other clays Yeah, you well? can. Yeah. Um, I'm just cautious about clay depending on the client. So if someone's coming in with constipation issues mm -hmm. and they're doing a cleanse, then I probably wouldn't go towards clay to start with. Mm -hmm. I'd go to charcoal. Compaction. Um, yeah, yeah I, the last thing you want is them to have a, a, an untrained bowel that's maybe a little bit lazy or stressed mm. and holds on to everything. Absolutely. So yeah. I would go to charcoal okay. as my preference. Excellent. Any of the green, you know, green stuff as well. Mm. Uh, you know, the algae, all of the sea minerals are all good. Excellent. But yes. So we're going well with the colonic so far. Yeah, we are. We've just had a little massage. Meat. A little massage. I get massaged in, in my stomach at the same time. So, Jodie's lying on her back. I'll just describe the scene. Don't describe the tube. We're not on camera. <laughs> She's not naked. No. She I'm has not. her clothes on. I do. Uh, but you can put a gown on if you choose. And... You obviously don't have any underwear on because that's I need to put a speculum there. But you are covered over with a towel, so you can't see anything. You're connected up to the colonic machine with that speculum inside you. That just enters the rectum, so it's not going any further up the colon than that. Um, and those two tubes are attached to that outside of that speculum. All the gear that I use is sterile, hospital grade, min, like this, yeah, it's incredibly safe. Yep. And the machine itself is using warm filtered water, but we can go to varying temperatures depending on what kind of treatment client needs. Um, whether it be, you know, a client that's stressed or constipated or parasites might vary the temperature depending on that person, that individual. So a stressed client, I would probably go to warm fills mm. just to try and calm the system down yep. and soothe it. Um, clients that want parasite cleanse will go to cold water to shock the system mm -hmm. and um, irritate those worms. And, mm. and, and on that note of parasites, I'm jumping around a bit, um, you tend not to see them on one colonic. So you need to come in and do your magic number. So it mm -hmm. might be three in a row, mm -hmm. it might be six. Usually that's enough, Five to, three to six is, is a good number. So yep. um, depending on your health history will depend on how many we think you're gonna need. If you're a compacted, constipated client, maybe three might not be enough. But if you're pretty regular and you're doing plans, mm -hmm. then three should be enough. Yeah. And you might want to choose to do those every time you're doing a detox or a cleanse, or... Just maintenance. Yeah. Maintenance, mm -hmm. yeah. I get one, one, some clients coming in once a month just to kind of keep them ticking over if they're not regular client toilet visits. Mm -hmm. So they, they, they might come in for one one every month just to keep their bowel a little bit hydrated in between um well, like me i come every six months to a year don't i or sometimes even more regularly yeah, I'm doing a detox. yeah 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 you come in every time you're doing a cleanse so it can vary from six months to mm. a couple of months yeah. depending on how you're feeling definitely know when i feel it and it's it. and it's and it is using your gut instinct as to how you feel gut, <laughs> gut instinct as to how you feel yeah, yeah. so if you're 
feeling under the weather and, and yucky and bloated and tired, then it's a great time to come in and have mm. a tonic. Excellent. Good good time around the Christmas time, which is sort of now. Yes. And I even have, after. Yeah, yeah, I have a lot coming pre-Christmas, which I always find a bit bizarre. All these people trying to clean, clean them, up them up before the storm Spiles. hits, you know. Spiles the system. <laughs> Spiles the system. <laughs> and, then, um, and then it usually goes quiet in January because of, you know, the school holidays and everyone's on holiday, enjoying Everything. the festive month. And then it starts to ramp up again in February, March time, depending on the individual. Mm. But yeah. Cool. So let's go back to benefits. Yes. So why why would someone want to come and get this done? Because a lot of people out there think that this is quite extreme. Yes. And Or haven't even heard of it. Or haven't heard of it. And until I said mention and get the horror look. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when I describe yeah. what it is. Um, and then say, no, no, it's all good. We love talking about poo. We've just talked about your poo. Everything's, everything's grand here. Yeah, it's demystifying um, the pain, the insert, I think. Well, the insert's people. probably the issue. And it's just the fullness. Yeah. But there's no fullness to, to a degree that I can't talk. So it's, yeah. it's absolutely fine. Yes. Um, but also, so maybe some benefits and why would we, why would we want to do it and what, what's the, the outcome long term for health, as well as the difference between an enema and a colonic. Because right. a lot of people think, oh, why can't I do it myself? Yes. I say, okay, so a colonic is a very different thing to an enema. Um, colonic is a, a, a machine um, that is pushing water through your whole colon all the way around. So you would not get that with an enema. An enema is just doing the sigmoid, um, so both very different. Your Colonic is going to hydrate the whole colon, so you'll get much more of a hydration. The, the health benefits of a colonic are really that you're you're removing toxins. So whenever you detoxify the system, you do get a lift. You get that mm. whether it's placebo mm. or not, you're getting a feel good from it. You're lightening yeah. the load. Yeah, mm. and you know some people it might be that second visit or that third visit before they go, oh my God, I feel great. Mm. My tummy's flat, I've lost two kilos. You know, everyone's different. Some people don't lose any weight, others do. So I never use that as a positive really push mm. for health benefit, but yeah, I yeah. do get people in that are really compacted and they're the ones yeah, that you would see a weight, yeah, yeah. You would see a weight drop. Um, um, so the hydration is going to make the skin sparkle and eyes glow. Oh, no, the eyes sparkle and the skin glow. Let's get it the right way around. Both, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> sparkly stuff on my skin today. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's a feel good. Mm. And it's, it's hard to describe until you've actually had one. You feel it's high, heavy. don't you? You feel yeah, high almost. You feel like this light. More energy, yeah, sense. light empty yeah how often would you ever feel totally empty yeah. there, unless you're actually not eating yeah and then the, very... the body's ability then to work its magic after that to clean out is one yeah then, isn't it yeah it's got given a bit of room to work yeah. with yeah the equilibrium is shifting and rebalancing so that you can feel better again mm. and, I, and i think the other thing is as well is a lot of people that don't ha know about colonics or don't have colonics don't actually know what that feels like you're doing enema they might do an enema, let's mm. say. They might be pro-enema. Some mm. of the health practitioners are okay for a coffee enema, not, yeah, but yeah. not a colonic. Yeah. You see that in quite a lot of the YouTube videos and 
out there. And all I'd say to that is, yes, that's great. And it's a good in-between, if you're financially can't afford a colonic, yeah. then I would say coffee enema is, is a great option. Mm. And you are also getting that, um, the chemical reaction from the coffee, which stimulates the liver to open up the bile duct and, and remove even more toxins yeah. than what just water would do from a colonic. Yeah. Personally, I don't think you can go far wrong with the deluxe colonic, mm. which is actually me infusing your whole colon with coffee. Mm. So I've changed my methods recently, and I'm not going to go into massive detail on that because I don't want other people pinching my, my vibe. <laughs> so but, you're doing it after the colonic? Uh, or before? I'm not going to say. Oh, okay. I'm not going to say. I have to come and experience it. It's my little secret. Okay. Um, so yes, yeah, so I have my own way. I look. I had training in it. wasn't overly impressed with that. So I've I've practiced and tweaked and changed my own method of mm. doing the coffee enema with the colonic, and now I've nailed it. I think, and cool. uh, to the best benefits that it can possibly give my client. Yeah. Um, and it, and that will you know it's down to them on, as to how that affects you. Mm. You're not necessarily going to feel that immediately when you're lying here because it's yeah. it's a liver it's an internal yeah. mechanism some people do though like my husband he'll, okay. he'll feel a little bit high from the coffee sometimes you get that kick from the caffeine. yeah yeah you shouldn't do you should cause it's no. not going through the nervous system it's going through the portal vein but that's right he's super sensitive yeah mm. poor thing bless him <laughs> See, I've done lots of enemas and I've done lots of clinics yes. and I never get the same experience from an enema as no. I do as a clinic. No. So, and that's why I'm, I've always felt 100% better on a clinic. Yeah. And I would also like to comment that your bacteria after a colonic repopulates a lot quicker. You're not got all the nasties in there and there's not, not the pathogens in there to stop it from being absorbed. Mm. It's gonna it's gonna repopulate anyway naturally every three days. So you doing a clean for a week is really not going to yep. knock you about yep. in a detrimental way to yep. your microbiome. Well, it's going to do the same as stopping a certain group of food. Yeah. And then they're not feeding those bacteria, yeah, and exactly. they get then expelled. Exactly. Yeah. Your microbiome changes depending on what your diet. Is. Exactly. exactly. So. Yeah. So it's, it's not going not to do really too, too much harm at all. No. 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 If you were living on it every day. Yeah, yeah. be washing out. But yeah, of course. Yeah. Plus all your minerals. Same as doing an enema every day. Yeah, exactly. So you would want it. No. And then the other option that I give is a probiotic enema or infusion. They're called infusions here just because we, they aren't attached to the colonic machine. Mm. So it enables you... But it's a, held in there for a certain time. It, it's held yeah. in there for 20 minutes, yep. which is how long it takes to permeate through the colon wall. Mm and then work its way naturally up to the liver. Mm. So a, a probiotic is done after the colon, colonic, I will okay. tell you that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that one's treat, that one is a retention enema. Okay. So that's even different to the coffee mm. because your retention enema, the whole point of that is for you to actually hold on to that water mm. for as long as you possibly can. So not go back on the toilet after you've had it. Right. You hold it for as long as you can hold so it. So you're going home with it? Ideally, yes. Mm. It's not a lot of water, so it's not that scary. Yeah. But it's a, it's, it can either be a, I will be honest, it's either a success or a fail, depending mm -hmm. on how stimulated and easily stimulated 
the client that's holding it mm. is. Mm. So for someone, let's say, that's got irritable bowel, that's ultra sensitive yeah. and is, you know, emptying out everything really quickly and easily on mm. the clotting machine, mm. um, then they might not be able to hold it for any longer than the duration that they're on the bed for. Yep. But ideally, we kind of want you to go home with that. Mm. Yeah, so it will, it will, even if you go to the toilet, you'll have been holding it for hopefully 20 minutes on here anyway. Yep. So that will have started to sort of have, have an effect anyway. Yep. So yeah. And as for what we infuse it with, that is down to the client. I have my uh, range of probiotics that I use, but I can also um, easily, you know, if, you, if you've had your microbiome test done and you've, let's say you've been to the lab, you've been to the chemist and you've had it bespoke mm. probiotic created for you, um, then I can infuse you with that. With that, yeah. Very interesting. And style. that's good for anyone with, you know, bowel conditions. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, people that are suffering a bit more than the average person, yeah. that's a good one for them. That's brilliant. So down to another question I had coming from social media was time of day. So morning or afternoon, when's the best time okay. to get one of these done? So um, I would tend to go... Um, when you're at your most relaxed. Yeah. So it's all in your nervous system, down, isn't it? Yeah. It's down to the individual. If you're a fairly chilled out person and you know, and you're kind of, you know, in a good place. Yeah. Um But so, some people will be coming here. But a bit most nervous. aren't yeah. coming in that yeah. state. Yeah. So I'm going to stick a speculum yeah. up my bottom. To be honest, your first appointment doesn't matter whether it's morning, evening, afternoon, you're gonna be nervous. So you're yeah. heightened into that state of holding on. Yeah. Um, and that's why you've always said to me is that the second one and the third one are always the best best ones because you're more relaxed. Yes. Yeah. You, yeah. you know what you're in for. Yeah. You've met me. And the appointments are a lot more relaxed on the second and third. It's not so informative. Yeah. So you can kind of relax a little bit more. Um, you're also already hydrated from your first one. So your, your bowel or colon will let, release easier. Mm. Um, but yes, as to what time of the day, uh, follow, if you're a regular client, then choose your time of day that you're most relaxed. Mm -hmm. your first, if you're a first timer, you're going to be nervous anyway, so yeah. it really won't make an awful lot of difference. So with the cycles of the bowel, you know how everyone's going in the morning. So is it good yeah. to go after your first session at the toilet and then come in to see you? Or does it matter if you haven't been to the toilet first? It, it doesn't really matter. Your own, so when you go to the toilet, you're only removing the sigmoid. Mm. Maybe a little bit more. Yeah. But um, so it can make it more comfortable for you to have mm. emptied out before you come. Yeah. Um, but it, it really doesn't make any difference because you're gonna we're gonna be filling the whole bowel anyway, so it's just it just means you're gonna eliminate it once you're here. Um, but it can sometimes for some people cause a bit more discomfort if mm. you've got a massive you know bowel movement sitting there waiting. It can yep. increase the pressure that you're feeling the water as the water goes in. Mm. Um, and. So, how would you describe how a fill feels? A fill feels. A fill feels. It feels like it's getting 
uh, super full, like you're busting to go to the toilet, like yeah. I'm feeling right now. Thank you very much. And then Melinda releases it and you're like, oh. Yeah. I've just <laughs> <been> to <laughs> the toilet. And when you go to the toilet, what's happening? Um, nothing really. You just feel released. Like yeah. water's coming out and your, your stomach just shrinks down to the size yeah. of the pee. So, well, so stomach, it's the natural motion of you actually going to the toilet. Yeah. So you feel like you're going to the toilet for a bowel movement. You release it. It goes through tubes. You've got two tubes, one that carries water into you and one that carries water and waste out of you. So there's no smell, no noise as you can hear. And it's as gentle as you can possibly get yeah. really when it yeah. comes to a corner. You can check it out in the window um, if you wish. Yeah, there's a little you window. See, you can wave at your little presence. Going through. Going there. through. But the, the beauty of it, so I send a lot of my clients to you for the reason of um, detoxification, but also when we measure their microbiota and there's a few iffy bits in there or if there's a bit of an imbalance there. Mm -hmm. So while you're trying to correct that with diet and probiotics and even berberine and oregano, things like that, that mm -hmm. they're actually taking, then it's really good to have this to yes. then help rid those organisms out yeah. of your body again and then to repopulate those healthy microbiome. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why much. I find it's really good. And you can also pick up some little clues on your digestive yeah. system here as well, can't you? Yes, you can. I'm watching out for... And it's not a di method of diagnosing you of, of diseases or illnesses, but we can, we can view through a window and, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. So we have, we kind of guide you as to what we think things might be are, that are coming out. So we're looking for parasites. Have you seen one? Not from you, no, no, not from me, but, anyone but yes, else you lots have. of different worms we see coming out here. Not so exciting as say if you were living in Bali or Cairns or a more tropical environment mm. and the worms are a bit nastier. Um, we see candida, which is like a beer froth coming out. So that flares up and down depending on your microbiome balance and how healthy you're eating and hormones hormones sugar, yeah, stress. stress all those things so yeah you can tell jody and i are on the same page <laughs> we answer each other's questions we do we do um uh undigested food so that's always a good oh, one yes. because that guides me to help a client with yes. food diet changes and you see some beetroot come through occasionally and charcoal. So make sure yeah. you tell her if you've had charcoal because she'll think that there's something else going on. Oh, I usually <laughs> ask. It's all good. Um, what else? Parasites. Um, I tend not to see, like, I've, I don't think I've ever in my life seen blood coming out. Yeah. Um, and that would be really dark anyway. And, and, and if that was, then I'd just get you off immediately. Yes. But I've never had never had that so usually doing the health screen first eliminates any massive dangers that might be um, causing issues yeah um so long as it's declared yes that's right you declares. have to you have to always tell the truth to everyone yeah. who's doing your looking after you so you're on here for about 30 minutes to 40 minutes depending on whether it's your first time yeah down to you at the end of the day I like to keep you on for at least 30 minutes. It takes 20 minutes for your brain and bowel to connect and, and um, 
inform your body through the nervous system that it wants to actually let go. So that first 20 minutes is me hydrating, filling the bowel, mm-hmm. and then after that 20 minutes is you letting go. Mm-hmm. And again, that letting go bit will vary whether it's your first time or your fifth time or however long, yeah. So you tend to get more coming out on the colonic machine the more relaxed you are. Definitely, I can say for that, speak for that. So myths wise then, mm-hmm. so we've covered some of them. We've covered um, wash out your microbiome, Yeah, that's one of them. Yeah. Um, the other one, what other myths are there actually? Because I see it as such a normal um, thing. How far in does the speculum go? Oh yeah, go? that's right, that's right. So we've Just covered that one. Just touches into the rectum, it doesn't go all the way around. It doesn't like go so. up. So you, you're using the closed system here. Yeah. And there's a, an open system as well. So when people are looking for colonics, they'll see both. Yes. So an open system is called a Libby. And when you look at images of a colonic, an open system looks like a big plastic moulded bed, which you self-administer the colonic on yourself. So it can be um, good for people that have very minimal bowel strength. Maybe they're pensioners or they've had babies and they don't have rectum strength going on and they have a tendency to leak Mm -hmm. so that can be a good option for those Mm -hmm. clients Um, I find occasionally you get clients that prefer that because they Mm -hmm. like being on their own and Mm -hmm. doing it on themselves they're really nervous Mm, or they've had a lot and they just want to do it themselves Mm. I find that most people that have never had a colonic before they're better on a closed system mainly because you've got a practitioner in the room doing who's qualified 
doing the treatment on you, you're getting a nutritional education, health, mm, you absolutely. know, assessment whilst you're at, you know, if you can call it that, mm. whilst you're actually having the colonic. So you're getting a double double whammy, really. Yeah. And I, I think that ourselves, we don't tend to push ourselves unless pushed by someone else. No, it's like personal trainer, isn't exactly. it? Exactly, yeah. So that's why I've always found that, um, and the feedback that I get from people, and everyone's got their different opinions, but if you're on the table, you're getting pushed. Otherwise, you just, oh, I'll just no, give up. Yeah. I'm just going to go. This well, is too much. I can't do it. Use me as an example. Yeah. Whenever I do my own colonics, yeah. I'll do about 20 minutes, and then I'll go, no, I'll do. I'll get off now. <laughs> so I know I'm definitely one of those that fits yeah. into that category of yes. not doing it, pushing myself as much as yeah. I should. Whereas whenever I, someone else does it on me, yeah. I get pushed beyond my comfort level, mm. and but get way more benefit from it yeah so, so. You're, you're the colon trainer yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, i love it yeah all right so what what would be the last tips that you would give someone if they were going to come in um, in terms of preparation or anything else okay so diet wise just sort of minimize down on all those trigger foods that are causing gut issues for you as an individual so it might be the the wheat, the sugar, the caffeine, the dairy, whatever, whatever, and those are just the main basic ones. So um, you can streamline that out to make it a little bit easier. Have uh, at least an hour without food before you come. So is it necessary? Do you get better benefit from fasting for a long period of time? As in, say, from the morning until the afternoon, and then you come in the afternoon. Is there a better benefit from fasting long term? Um, well, everyone's transit time is different. Mm. So you might fast for 12 hours and things just slow down mm. and not really get in. So true, true. true. It, so yes, in theory, it's it, it helps make a more comfortable treatment, mm. but it doesn't necessarily mean everything's there yeah. where you want it to be to yeah. get flushed out. But, it, you know, it can be a good way. Um, but it is down to the individual, the age, how old, you know, if you're young and going to the toilet three times a day, then yeah, you know, if you fast for 12 hours, everything should be in the colon, ready yeah. to clean out. Yeah, exactly. But if you're 60 years old and you poo once a week, yeah. very then probably well. not. Yeah. Um, but yes, preparation, to, just to make it a bit more, it's not a contra indication so it's not going to stop or prevent me doing the treatment on you by having had food or water before yep. you come in yep. but it just makes it a little bit more comfortable if your bladder is not full mm. and your stomach's not full of food yeah that's what, that's pretty much the, yep. the main benefits of not having um being hydrated is that really important too yes, like beforehand yeah making sure you so drunk. 24 hours before hydrate well yeah and it just makes it easier for me Mm. Your bowels are dehydrator anyway, so you, it's going to get massive hydration from the colonic. But it does, it does have a knock-on effect if mm. you're hydrated. Yeah. And I can tell as well if you're dehydrated. So. Yeah. Um, you know all the secrets. Yeah. <laughs> I I know what you've been eating. I can tell. I spot check food as it comes out. Yeah. And then you ask. And then I tell you off. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. All right. Chew your food. Chew That's your the food. other big tip. Chew Relax. your food. 
And relax. Yeah, yeah rest yes. and digest. Rest is very important. Well, All right. This is your last fill, and then I'm going to get you off. Well, I think we might wrap up. Was there anything else you wanted to add? So, um, so when it comes to my booking system, you can find me on in the um, on Instagram, on uh, Facebook, so or body. on my website. Yeah. Yeah. So it's U R B O D I. So it's spelt weirdly. I know. I love that spelling though. Um, yourbody.com.au or your body detox on, on Instagram and Facebook. And I use uh, use those for offers, special mm-hmm. offers. When it comes to the booking system, if you've never had a colonic before, just book an initial colonic. Don't stress over anything else. Don't stress over trying to fancy it up with coffee and probiotics. Do we we do that do at a later basic. stage? Yeah. Start start with the basic. Get used to the treatment. I, I'd rather you walk out of here going. Oh, that wasn't too bad, which 90% of my clients do. Hmm. Then, oh my God, she kept me on there for 45 minutes doing <laughs> coffee and pro, you know, all of these things, yeah. which you've asked wanting for. to disappoint you. Yeah. 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 And and you're feeling horrible, you know, yucky. You want to get go, get off and go to the toilet. So, hmm. baby steps to start with. So, initial colonic for beginners. Okay, wonderful. So that's me done. Thank you so much for chatting on here. And we will um, connect links and all that sort of stuff. Anyone who has questions can ask questions. Cool. And thank you so much. My pleasure. I am going to run to the toilet now. <laughs> See you later, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Revital Health Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Revital Health as well as our website, revitalhealth.com.au, for upcoming podcasts, workshops, and speaking events. Find out about specials happening in the clinic and all the show notes and links mentioned in the podcast. Please remember that this information discussed here is general information and it is not intended to diagnose or treat individuals. Please speak to your healthcare professional before embarking on any new treatments, lifestyle changes, medicines or supplementation to assess your suitability. Have a wonderful day and we'll see you again soon.